Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. I have, it's not an auto cycle update because I did say I was going to do, cover something in the afternoon. So it's just the afternoon update because um, I did do an earlier one that was really brief and quick um, that, that dealt with some topics. But let me just kind of dig into some stuff that happened uh, while I was being harassed through a through this course that I have to take. And I'm going to just preface what I'm about to say. I'm going to get a lot of heat for what I'm going to say. As I say in what wrestling heat, I'm going to get a lot of it. I don't really care, but I do start to see a pattern um, with how the behavior goes and how things, people act and all this. And I don't know what, what it's going to take to get this out of the way. But I want to just preface by saying I did everything in my power to avoid having to do this kind of a coverage because I felt like I didn't, I felt like it was wrong for me to do it, but I've been left with little to no choice. So as not to dig into the so-called bad news, let me start with some other updates because I think there's a couple of different things that are worth hearing about that are worth your time to hear about. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty of the nonsense that is today's update and then go from there. So Today, if you were in EarnHub, which I covered yesterday, EarnHub seems to be hitting the ground running. Now, they've done some updates, and the interface is much better than what it was. And with EarnHub, there's the reflection mechanic. It does not appear to be working. This is any flect that I refer to, and it does not appear to be working as intended. The interface will tell you that you have earned X number of rewards, if you understand reflections, you should understand that those should go straight to your wallet. However, the interface will show you that you have accumulated rewards that never show up in your wallet. Now, I don't know why that would be the case because if the wallet address is aware of the reflection amount, it means it should show on the blockchain. I tested the blockchain. I don't see it's on the blockchain. And I don't see the number moving. Now, reflection should happen with every transaction. And as far as I know, EarnHub is open for business, and there should be significant transactions. This tells me that we're probably not getting the reflections that we should be getting, meaning the volume of reflections may not be working. The downside, as I mentioned in yesterday's update, is that I may have to change the way that this works in order to reflect a different token in order to get it to do what it's supposed to be doing but you're charged gas fees every time you do that, so I don't want to do that. I'd rather just work with what I have. I'm going to ping their support, see what's happening there, but I'm, I guess I'm forewarning you that while the value looks good, so the value is rebounded to basically what it was when they prior to this launch, and the percentage yield is pretty good, and then they've opened staking, and the staking percentages are really good. So all that's cool. It's just there's gas costs all over the place to do everything. And it doesn't look like any flex working very well. However, the you can claim your tokens to your wallet, so you can do that. You should not sell. I know there are people that just want to sell off like crazy, but if you look at the price movements, right now the price movements are doing what you should want them to do, and it should compel you not to sell. I understand that possible impatience and wanting to move on to another project is probably on your mind if you're in it. But I challenge you not to sell because I don't think it's very smart. Now, there have been people that have sold some, but the price movement still looks really good for what it is. And with the constrained inventory, it means that you should be able to get a pretty, because it's only got 70 billion 
in the total as the new token, the earn hub, compared to the safe earn. So you should be able to get make a lot of money with this thing. It's just the, re the reflections and the rewards are kind of sketchy right now from my perspective. But if you only care about how much money you would make with how much money you have, the coins you have in the earn hub token wallet, I think you have a good bet to make some good money with it based on what I'm seeing in the price movements. Now, this is temporary. I think it goes for like a month or so. But I do see it's indicative of things to come. And if you buy more into it, maybe the reflections do better. I'm not sure. But I just wanted to let you know that it is seems to be hitting the ground running. It's just the Anyflex seems to be a little bit buggy. But you can stake your rewards. You can do all the normal stuff that you would normally do with the EarnHub token. If you are so interested, it is available right away to do that. On the Satama side, of course, the Certic audit still isn't done. However, on Angie, Angie got their audit done. Now, I want to be clear. Angie's audit was for the token. Satama's is for a wallet. So they are different fundamental types of reviews. However, I am seeing that there's a slower turn back for the Satama review than I would have even expected because I estimated mid-December. And, of course, we are about at the end of mid-December here coming up soon. So I do think that they are going at pretty much a slow pace at this point, but because the results are in the Satama team's hands, I suspect that the, go the back and forth between them is what's slowing things down. I don't think it's just Certic, because to me, they seem reasonably fast as long as it's not a nightmare as far as the project goes. So the Satama team is getting really frustrated. They're making hashtags trend. They're trying to do all sorts of things to get this thing going and not having very much success in doing so, but... I think it's just one of those things. I still think they're on target as far as the speed, but I just think they're slowed down by something. I'm not sure what that is. I'm really curious to see that report, honestly. I, I'm less interested in the wallet than I am the, the report just because at this point there's been so many slowdowns with this process. I'm curious to see what they really found. Did they find a lot of things, or was it just the scope of the review? I suspect it's the latter, but who knows really. Shiv, of course, has nothing really going on with it, and so I'm going to skip that one. And then I'm going to circle back to Shirio Inu. I have not done a full review on Shirio Inu, mostly because I hadn't bought into it yet, and I wanted to buy into it, kick the tires on it, and see what it was doing. Uh, Shirio Inu is on exchanges, so you can buy it on BitMart, or you can buy it on LBank, or you can buy it through, it's on Ethereum token, so you buy it through Uniswap if you want to. But I had not bought any as of that point, just because I didn't see a reason to do so until it got some steam underneath it, and that has happened. Of course, Shirio Inu launched not that long ago, so if you were watching it, um, it's it's at its very early phases. I'm bullish on Shirio Inu based on what I saw the tokenomics. Um, I just I'm anti Ethereum. Uh, I'm being honest. I don't like the Ethereum network. I wish it was not Ethereum, but since it was already on exchanges from pretty much from day one, to me that means good things. That means they're serious. Um, about what they're doing. And so I figured, okay, I'll toss a little bit of my spare uh, mining profits over to LBank, buy into it. So that's done and it's off to the races. Plus this will let me test LBank's um, delivery of reflections because there's supposed to be a reflection mechanic to it. With how much I bought into it, I don't expect a lot. I just want to make sure that they actually work because if they do give you reflections, that is a compelling case for LBank at the same time. And then I'll do a kick the tires on it and evaluate the token once it gets to a little bit more steam and they've got some more projects out, then I'll do a full-on review of the Shirio Inu token. So that keep an ear out for that. And let's get to the bad news. I say bad news. It might not be bad news for you because you might not be bought into them. 
I'm bought into them, but not enough to really be bad. It's not any effect on me. It's bad news for the crypto community because it puts a bad spotlight on crypto in general. And the guest that I said that's going to be on the show, they're going to be on the show Tuesday next week is the schedule. Um, and it should, I believe, be, yeah, I should be able to have that posted in the afternoon on Tuesday. So you'll see that on that update. But ironically, his token promotes education, just like my podcast tries to promote education for crypto traders to help them avert scams. Well, it got me thinking this issue with this that I dealt with today, this morning. Education for the investors is all good, but we really need education for the crypto creators because here's the thing. We now have multiple categories of crypto failures out there, right? We have true scams. We're talking we're talking honeypot level things where the contract itself is built to rip you off. We have rug pulls, which are the contract is decently clean, but the person has left themselves some way to yank the liquidity out. So there might not be anything wrong with the token itself, but they they gave themselves a way to get the money and, and run. But on the flip side, not malicious, but you just have, I covered an episode in the past about ego in the cryptocurrency community and them living in the bubble. There are crypto developers who are just oblivious and they don't understand how to do this. Nobody should ever think that creating and managing a token project is easy or that one person can easily do it or that you don't have to invest any time to manage it. And I think what happens is a lot of these crypto developers who are not from the United States, who are not from the United Kingdom, who are not from Canada, who are not from, I don't know, uh, Australia, let's say New Zealand, right? Some of these countries that have stronger infrastructures to them, stronger governments behind them. Some of these other ones from different countries, I don't think they understand these concepts that are necessary to make a token succeed. And I want to talk about those and then I'll get into what happened. Number one on the list, your token has to be a clean brand because you're creating a brand, right? So when you're creating a token, you ideally shouldn't do something like Keanu did where you're just branding off of some known celebrity because you're going to get sued. And if you're from another country, maybe you don't know the laws in the United States where it allows them to do that. But even if they do send you a letter warning you about it, it's easy to fix. And so because you don't know the laws, you don't realize that you have protections. So it's choosing your brand in a way that does not impinge on somebody else's rights or infringe on somebody else's likeness, right? You shouldn't do this. Maybe from the angle of another country, they are not understanding that, but you should. So normally you have people who do that research, who actively search and say, we have an idea, we want to make sure it's safe, we want to make sure we can go forward with it because we plan to launch a token and it's going to take us a month to go live and we're going to be on Binance and we're going to price it at this and this. You got to have that plan. This plan should be your white paper. When you have it in concept phase, you should be reaching out for feedback to a community to say, here's what we're thinking of doing. Does anybody see an issue with what we plan to do? And then the initial people who give feedback that is significant and useful become your advisor group. Whether they're compensated or not is irrelevant. The point is, is that you are using your community to help you. Because as I said on the previous, you could have lawyers, you could have accountants, you could have doctors or anything else as investors, and you can use some of this feedback 
to drive the strength of your token project if you use them correctly. Now, if you don't do that and you just roll it out there, not having done any due diligence, not having done any research, what happens? You end up in the Keanu situation where the token tokenomics is actually very strong and there's nothing wrong with the, the project. It's just your people freak out because they don't understand the laws and they don't understand what they infringed. And so then the token gets abandoned. Now in Keanu's case, and I'm picking on it because it's the most recent notorious example. In Keanu's case, the developer, he did yank some money out of the project, but he didn't leave it high and dry. He just yanked a little bit of the cash and then he fully renounced it. So it's, it's still active, Keanu is, but it's abandoned. It has no development. It has no marketing. It has no push. There's no reason for anybody to buy it other than the fact that it's there. It, it might as well be a version of Doge in a way because Doge had the same issue. At one point, it had developers, and then they abandoned it because it was supposed to be a joke project, and then eventually it succeeded just through community. Keanu might be that in two or three years. We don't know. But you don't want to see that as an investor. You want to see that it thrives. You want to see that it grows faster at a pace and you see more holders getting on board, similar to what you saw with SHIB. SHIB is a unique example because SHIB made a mistake involving that idiot Vitalik and they got lucky because when other tokens tried to do it, all those tokens basically got cheated. So like ID, because they sent the liquidity to this dude and then he sold it, which basically is nothing more than a soft rug pull. So I think a lot of these developers don't get it and they don't have the plan up front and they're kind of flying by the seat of their, aunt, seat of their pants. You know, um, I don't know. When I look at the project that I'm going to be talking about, I've covered it before, actually two times. I thought it was three times, but it's two times. The third time I didn't publish it. But two times I've covered this token and I called out issues that I saw. One of them was community challenges. The other one was, we don't know what's going to happen after this period. This token is called SantaCoin. It launched in November. I covered it back in November, in the early part of November, right after it launched, I covered it. Here's the problem with SantaCoin. SantaCoin had a development team at one point that seemed to be very good at getting that token to be successful. Because if you go back and listen to that episode, the very first one, I said that the velocity seemed to be pretty darn good but I wasn't sure where it was coming from other than potentially banking on Christmas. Why? Because if you're going to name your token Santa, there's an assumption that you're hooking into Christmas. And I said, I don't know what they're going to do after Christmas because Santa loses its luster once the 26th comes around for everybody who does celebrate Christmas. You got to realize Santa doesn't really mean much unless you follow Santa Claus, which not every religion does, number one. Number two, not every country cares to that degree. And number three, it's fine to hook into the idea of giving year-round, but you shouldn't name your token one way and then fail to capitalize on it at the one time it matters most, right? So at some point, I don't know when, I don't know why, but at some point, those developers left the project. And what I'm told is that they left on their own will. And my theory, after having talked to the guy who's called COO, my theory is either they had a falling out with him, they saw he was incompetent, or they saw that it was going downhill under his leadership. Something happened that caused them to leave. I believe it's traced back to him. I have no proof of this. This is my takeaway from my interaction with this guy. That's what I'm going to break down to you today. 
And the reason I want to tell this story is because it goes to my ego update about tokens and the developers and the reason I feel that education really needs to extend to these developers. And if there's a token developer, either past, present, or future, listening to this episode, I would implore you not to make the same mistakes that this guy made because it's going to tank your token just like a tank Santa token. Santa coin, they call it, but it's a token. And just to give you a perspective of how much it tanked, when back on November 9th, when I bought in or 8th, I put a dollar into it. That dollar got me roughly 50 million coins. No problem, because it's early. It just started. Today's value, as I stare at it, is about 20 cents for that same 50 million tokens. That's not good. I did that for simple math. That's an 80% loss. An 80% loss on a token. Now, I want to put put in perspective here. An 80% loss for a token that is based around Santa Claus a week out from Christmas. Anybody who has any sort of education related to marketing, you don't even have to have a degree in it, but you did any education whatsoever in marketing, you should be laughing at yourselves whether you openly do it or in your head because there should be no reason right now a week from Christmas that a Santa Claus-based anything is tanking in value because what does that mean? It means you failed to market that guy. That's what it means. You missed an opportunity. I said it on Reddit. This token should be having everybody who's invested, no matter how much they invested, swimming in cash by now. It never even got past the starting gate. And that's sad. It spiked a little bit. But when I say past the starting gate, I'm saying it never even got out of 2021. It never even made it a month or more, but certainly a month before it started heavily tanking because people lost faith in the project. And you should not be having this on a Santa Claus-based something a week out from Christmas. It's, it's, it's almost unheard of, but that's what happened. Let me break down why it happened, because it's attributable to this dude. So I spoke to him, this is Telegram, because I offered on behalf of the Reddit forum, and the Reddit forum is not an official forum, and I'll get back to that in a second, to reach out and as a podcaster in my capacity as somebody who shares information and basically cuts the news, I would collect what I could from them and bring it back to the Reddit forum as a service. I'm not paid to do it. I'm doing it because I'm an investor, though small, and I see that there's an opportunity to hopefully intervene if I can get him to understand what he's doing wrong, because it's clear he's doing something wrong. Number one, he trashed the subreddit. Quote, not an official channel, deep, deep, deep. Listen, If you are a developer of a token and your token had enough community presence that people wanted to create a community for people to talk about this token because you were too lazy to do it, that is 100% you failing to do your job. You let other people create what you should have created, but because you failed at social media, you didn't bother to create that subreddit in the first place. Now, setting that aside... Sometimes, especially in other countries, you don't recognize Reddit as a popular source in certain countries, and you don't appreciate the spread of Reddit, although it is one of the strongest tools out there. Some people don't recognize it. Okay, setting that aside for a moment, when it is there, you should be aware of who's creating what in your name and discussing your project. That means you're not doing due diligence. That's your job 
is to search and see who is talking about me today. What services, what forums, what outlets are out there talking about me and talking about my project and that you are so oblivious that you didn't think to do that is a joke. Well, the thing is he knew about it, but he calls it not an official channel, which means he dismissed it, which means he dismissed those investors, which means he doesn't recognize that investors are his boss. And any token owner that's listening to this, make sure you resonate that in your head. Anybody who invests in your project is your boss. You report to them, not the other way around. So you better go find your boss wherever they choose to go instead of, as I said in a previous social media bubble update, instead of trying to force people to all go to Telegram and then being pissed off because they don't want to do that. As I told you, Telegram is not heavily used in the United States. It's not heavily used in various other countries. It is not the dominant tool. In the countries where the money predominantly is, you need to be marketing on those social media platforms. Right now, that's Facebook, that's Twitter, I'll even say Instagram, Reddit, I'll even give TikTok a pass. I can't stand it, but I'll give it a pass. Snapchat, those are your outlets to market your token. Predominantly, though, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, those four. If you do those four, you've got 95% of anybody who would care about your token. These jokers, this one guy, didn't even bother to do any marketing outside of this, but can't even be bothered to recognize people on Reddit who came together on their own volition talking about the token and trying to drum up hype and completely dismisses them because it's not an official channel, deep, deep, deep. That is unacceptable. I'll straight say it. I don't care what you feel about it. That's unacceptable because you're not doing your job, which is to accept that they're your boss, embrace them no matter where they are, and recognize that they came together because they believed in the token and you failed to capitalize on this organic nature that was being built. You failed where you could have created the next SHIB and you lost that opportunity because you dismissed them because you don't understand social media. Which brings you to the next point. I mentioned to this dude that I'm a podcaster. My job is to cover tokens. And I offered to get the truth on behalf of Reddit, and that's why I'm here, and I'm asking these questions. Do you understand that your marketing sucks? Do you understand that you need to market better? Do you not understand that we're in Christmas, and you have a Santa-based token, and you're failing to get it over because you don't understand that Santa, in the casual trader's mind, means Christmas, thus your marketing needs to be the strongest on and around Christmas, not after it, because he released a line that said, yeah, next year we're going to be doing marketing. Deep, deep, deep. If that's too late, dude, it's Santa. You market now to get interest there. Once you've got interest here, then you tell them what we've done will continue into next year, but you haven't even hooked people today. And he wasn't getting it. So then I leave because as most people, I have to go to work, not just the podcast, but other things that I'm doing. And I said, I'll circle back after I'm done with what I'm doing and the courses that I'm taking. Turns out when I come back, he's talking behind my back saying he doesn't believe I'm a podcaster, despite the fact that in the beginning of November, I left a link in that very same forum that announced the very first podcast entry that I did covering the token, and they all celebrated and thanked me for doing it. So all of a sudden, you forgot that I was here and you forgot that I was a podcaster, despite the fact that you spread the word. When I shared that link to you, you spread it to all your followers, and somehow you magically forgot that I had done that. 
and behind my back, you accuse me of lying despite the fact you failed to just verify when I told you I'm on Reddit. Let me go and search this same name on the Reddit forum. Oh, Stacks, here he is. Let me check his profile. Oh, there's a link directly to his podcast to his profile. Oh, I see a link directly to the Santa coin update that he did. Dang, he actually is a podcaster. Oops. Instead, you go and like a snake that you are, go and lie without verifying. Now, I can only assume this is just, he's just blind. He's blind and oblivious. Because when you say that I'm a fudder, which is fear, uncertainty, and doubt, when you say I'm a fudder, when all I said was your marketing sucks, there's only one person, one person in all the social media who's aware of this token who doesn't believe that the marketing sucks, and it's him. So that's a bubble. Like you can't get a more clear definition of a bubble when you are so oblivious that you think the marketing's perfectly fine, we're on track, we got it covered, like that picture of the dog sitting amongst the fire and saying, yep, this is fine, let's see here, we're all good. I can't imagine how humans can live through life being so oblivious to their own ignorance that they would assume everything's cool, nothing's wrong, we're all good. You got tens, you got at this point, a thousand or more people telling you the same thing. Your marketing sucks and that's why the price is dropping. And yet all you do is blame the drops on everybody else than you. You must therefore be the problem and even you don't grasp that. It's crazy. So then he talks about the, I'm telling you about finding new investors. You got to find them. They're not going to just come to you. That's the squid game approach. And that's what happened there. You've got to go find them. You've got to actively market. You've got to aggressively do it. It's a full-time job for some of these. And he doesn't think he should need to do that. We'll just do an automated thing through Twitter that says we're doing this giveaway. We're doing all this over here and we'll eventually show up. That's not the way it works, dude. You've got to go out and find them. And as I said, you've got to go to all forums that they choose to use. Get out of the bubble and stop assuming that everybody's on Telegram or everybody's on Twitter. Let me get you with some stats and you can verify them yourself through your search engine in whatever country you're from. Twitter, I'm talking the totality of Twitter members and active users, represents less than 1% of the world's population. I'm just talking users. That doesn't even associate to the number of people who care about cryptocurrency, which is less than 1% of that number. So when you see how small, how infinitesimal that number is, then you couple that with having a compelling enough message to attract even that number. And you so far have only been able to get three, four, five thousand people out of this number here that's truly in the millions. You've failed. I know nobody's told you that, but you failed. And when you fail, you have to own your own failures. As I said in my ego episode, you've got to own when you screw up and say what you are going to do to fix your screw up. Because if you don't do that, your investors that know what the heck they're doing are not going to have any trust or confidence in you. Then the excuse came back from some of the moderators in Telegram. Well, we didn't mean this to be only about Christmas. It's all around. It's when you put out a token that is talking about Santa Claus, the casual trader will associate it to Christmas because you released it a month before Christmas. Regardless of what you plan to do with it long term, you have to reinforce that marketing strategy in and around Christmas first in order for them to 
buy in and build your marketing wallet that you allocated for it, then you can build a long-term utility strategy for the post-Christmas and convince them through additional marketing that you're here to stay and it's year-round. You can't start with a year-round strategy when you launched it near Christmas but did no marketing near Christmas. This is 101, dude. I can't even say it's 101. It's like junior high school marketing, and he's not getting it. The mods aren't getting it, and they call me a fudder. I challenge anybody listening to my podcast right now to tell me anything I'm saying does not make sense. Please, if you believe that anything I'm saying doesn't make any sense, I want to smoke. Please reach out. So then they talked about a giveaway, and I think it was one of the mods, and he's talking about the giveaway, and they're happy to say that nobody was chosen for the giveaway. Why are you happy that you failed to make a giveaway work? Giveaways are one of the key use cases for a strong marketing plan because people will engage as they do this, but you should not be happy when you fail to get people to buy into your giveaway. It means you did something wrong. I can tell you what they did wrong. Number one, they didn't communicate to enough places. Number two, apparently, they didn't even bother sending the form out for people to sign up. Now what does that sound like to you guys? A scam. Because you didn't even give the outlets for people to do that. It reminds me of the old school. And even now it happens with kind of some of the faucets. But it reminds me of the old school where it's like, you know, you're going to win $10,000. All you got to do is give us your email address. And then you hear nothing. And then you get spam like crazy. That's what this reminded me of. You're not giving the outlet to participate. And you're celebrating because nobody participated. Just blind, gross incompetence that I struggle to really understand. I don't think this guy is, I don't think he's trying to steal from people. I think he's arrogant. I think he's incompetent. I think he's in over his head. I think whoever was there before, the developers that that did drive success, them leaving was the beginning of the end. And I think this guy didn't realize what it really takes to manage a token. I don't think he understands marketing. And that's a problem when you're trying to lead a token to success and you don't understand marketing, when you don't understand social media, when you don't understand organic growth community like SHIB, like Angie, like Satama, like Kishu, like Floki, and so many others that they're not at the pinnacle of success, but they were able to generate organic communities that have helped the growth of the token and sustain some of that growth. To just create a token and assume that all you got to do is issue reflections and then walk away or just sit on it and then complain when people don't bite is tone deaf. That's what it is. And I believe some of this is symptomatic from a previous AMA. I covered this on a previous episode about the AMA. The the guy, he's Nigerian, it appears, and there was a theory that there was a lot of sell-off because of either his skin tone or the fact he was Nigerian and associated Nigerian scans, whatever the reason. And I told him this, you still got to have a tough skin. You can't just get all pissy and, and angry and rebel against your very investors because all you're going to do is turn them away. They'll take the money elsewhere. You've got to have a tough skin and say, you know what? I don't care. If you want to be that petty, go on ahead. Well, here's what I'm going to do to make this token succeed, and I'll prove you wrong. I'll prove, I'll disprove the notion that every Nigerian's a scammer. I'll disprove the notion that dark-skinned people can't make a successful project. I'll disprove the notion that we can't build a community together and make it succeed just like SHIB. You come at it strong. You come at it like you want the smoke. This dude, instead, it's clear he took all that personal, and he's acting like a spoiled child, folded arms in the, colder, in the corner, 
kicking and screaming, not not wanting to play ball. That's how he's acting. And he's not listening to everybody telling him the same thing, which is your marketing sucks. At the end of the day, it's the only thing I can see wrong with the token is that the marketing sucks. That's pretty darn good because you consider all the other tokens out there. If your only issue is that your marketing sucks, it's an easy fix. That's why I'm frustrated, me. That's why so many others are frustrated because it's easy to fix. The problem is with this leader, you're not going to be able to fix it. Not with him in the way because he's never going to give in and say, you know what? Yes, I'm the problem here. I'm causing this. I'm holding this back. He's always going to blame other people because there's people like that that will never accept their own failure. And that's what he's done is he's failed the community. He's failed himself. He's failed the devs that left. He's failed everybody that even thought about the token. And that's sad because I do think it's a solid project. I think it's being mismanaged. And again, if there were any sort of authority hierarchy, he'd be gone. If I, if I, no, if I were in charge of this, he'd be gone in a hot minute because be, it's unacceptable the way he's acting, the way he's treating investors. So I'll tell you this. If you believe that they can turn it around, I still think it's a solid project, but I would not recommend you put more than $10 at the most in this thing. But you're banking on, it's a significantly high risk project because you're banking on him getting out of the way. He's not going to change. He's not going to go back before that AMA where he was all smiles. He's not going to do that. He's not going to fix his issues. He's never going to admit that he's the core of the problem. It is going to be on the decline as long as he's in the place. There might be some spikes in the beginning of the new year, depending on just random interest as we get past bear season, because bear season is affecting them too. What I'm saying is that even in a bear season, you should not have a Santa-based project that is failing around Christmas time. It's, it's nearly impossible. Could you imagine if Christmas lights, the Christmas lights industry, which is huge industry, every year they sell crazy amounts of lights, crazy amounts of wires, crazy amounts of extension cords, crazy amounts of, of electrical tape. Could you imagine if all of a sudden they came back and said, well, we're not selling any electrical you know, cord and we're not selling any extensions, we're not selling any Christmas lights. It just Nobody's buying. We just don't know what's you would never hear that because Christmas lights are associated with Christmas and every single Christmas people want to decorate their home. It doesn't necessarily mean that everybody decorates their home, but you generally will have people that buy new lights either because they want different types of lights or different color lights or bulb break, whatever happens. It's a constant build industry around Christmas. Those same people, those builders, those developers would never assume that you're going to be buying Christmas lights in the middle of April because it doesn't make any sense. You're going to buy them at Christmas season. So the stores know this and they market and they advertise Christmas lighting and Christmas accessories on or around Christmas because they want to get the maximum sales out of it. That's true marketing that he doesn't understand this dude on the Santa coin token. So I, if you bought into it at any point and you spent more than $10 on it, even if you spent less than that, but really if you spent more than 10, I apologize to you and I would advocate you sell it because I would not leave more than $10 in it. I wouldn't even recommend buying into it if you haven't bought into it because I don't see it's going to recover in the near future. However, if you want to leave a dollar or $2 or $3 in there and just sit and hope that the dude gets out of the way or has a heart attack or something and he has to step down or something else happens, by all means, I don't see it happening. To me, he's going to be a blockade. He's going to be a barrier to success of the token. And it's sad because I, I keep seeing solid projects being abused where it's not the fault of the token. 
it's the fault of the people and the people get in the way of true success of these projects. And my, my outcry, I'll say to any token developer, any token administrator, any token COO, anybody who has any sort of authority or sway or influence over a token, I'm imploring you, your investors are your boss. When they tell you, you need to do a thing, that's what you need to do. Stop assuming you know what to do. When you jack things up and you take the value, you need to step up and say, I'm going to take it on the chin. I messed this up. I'm listening. What do I need to do? I'm asking for some assistance. Tell me what we need to do to get this thing back on track. And you need to embrace that feedback. It doesn't mean that you blindly do everything that everybody asks. That's the reason that DAOs are becoming a big thing so that you can let the community vote with their wallets and tell you what they believe should be the priority for the next steps. When you go off as rogue Don Quixote type leaders, you end up trashing tokens. We've seen it time and again, and I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sure you're sick of feeling it. When you have all the best intentions and you truly want your token to succeed, you need to listen to your investors. They are your boss. You are not the boss. They are your boss. As they are your boss, you need to listen to them when they're giving you feedback. And to do that, you need to find them. They are everywhere. I know that sucks, but they are everywhere. So you cannot just sit in Telegram and twiddle your thumbs and whine when they don't show up. You need to go to Twitter, create your Twitter account. Twitter's garbage. I will be the first to say it. But you need to do it because there are people there that you need to find. You need to go to Facebook. You need to go to Instagram. You probably need to go to Snapchat. You might need to go to WhatsApp. You might need to go to TikTok. You certainly need to go to Reddit. On and on and on. You're definitely going to be on GitHub because if you're doing good code, it should be public on GitHub to analyze. You need to be on CoinMarketCap. You need to be on CoinGecko. You need to be responding to comments on these various places. You need to go find them. When you find them, and even Discord, when you find them, you need to build that community around them. Not by forcing them to Telegram, but by embracing them no matter where they are and embracing their voice. And that's why the DAO is the best way to do this. Because then you can simply broadcast the DAO link to all these different sources and tell people, we're going to have new things to vote on once a week or whatever. And people know when I have an idea and I want to submit my idea according to this thing they're talking about, I have a voice. How about you try doing something like that? Instead of sitting up in Telegram whining and complaining because you failed and you're too arrogant to admit that you failed. My, my, I'm imploring you, don't be like this dude. Don't trash another token. There's no need to. You're going to be perceived as a scam the more you do these things. And it's easy to avoid it. It means set your ego at the door and recognize the investors are your boss. When they tell you to do a thing, you need to listen. So that's my rant about Santa coin. And like I said, I am not, I did my task that I promised to do, which was to bring back information to the Reddit forum. In my mind, the Reddit people were abandoned by this dude. And it's sad because it's a decent, it was a decent community. And he, you're sitting on gold and you completely trash it. And I don't want to see other tokens do that. I really don't because it's happened too many times in the past with decent projects. So that's what I got for you today. 
Um, hopefully I'll have more positive. I guarantee I'll have more positive things to talk about tomorrow because I don't want to deal with these jokers anymore. Um, but I will be going back and circling back on some of the other tokens, especially EarnHub, because I do need to reach out to their developers about any flect and just kind of get a sense of, okay, should it be doing this? And if it's not, something's broken, let's get it fixed and see if they're willing to listen. However, EarnHub is looking good as far as its value. So I guess that's a positive. And generally speaking, we are still in a bear season, so I would expect to see some red. But I still think we're looking good from a growth perspective hitting the ground on Q1. I still remain bullish on the projects that I've said I was bullish on, that being Satama for sure, uh, Shirio Inu, definitely, Kishimoto Inu, definitely, Luffy Finance, definitely. Like some of these I'm still very bullish on. Uh, Rich Quack is another one. So the ones I've said, I've specifically said I'm bullish on, I've maintained that. I've not changed those stance. The ones that I rant about are ones where I've told you before, I'm not really sure on this one or what's going to happen, or there doesn't seem to be a clear path and it's a small amount invested. And then I come back with that result. But generally speaking, the ones that I was bullish on before, I remain bullish about and continue will be bullish on. Give me an update on next week. So I will be doing updates tomorrow and Sunday, and I am doing some boxing podcast stuff today on the remainder of the evening. But as far as crypto, I will do one on Saturday and one on Sunday for sure. On Monday, I have a session I have to do, and I'm going to be tied up all day long. So that update is going to be in the afternoon for sure. And then Tuesday, of course, I have my guest that's scheduled to show. And if he shows, I'll be tied up all day and all day, and then I'll have that update on the afternoon. Once I have that information available, then I will share it with you. The reason I'm holding back on naming the token is just because I want to make sure we have the guest show because he might need to reschedule. We actually have the episode, and then you'll see it in the title of the episode when it's coming. Just know that he's scheduled for Tuesday. So if nothing else, keep an eye out for Tuesday's update. Watch the title and see that I've specifically called out the name of the token because it'll be pretty much the spotlight of the show. It's scheduled for 15 to 30 minutes. It just depends on how we deep we get into the topics. And the tokens had some challenges, and it's part of the reason why I'm covering Santa Coin because this token seemed to do it right, and I want to dig into that. And you can use that as a contrast against what I just talked about with Santa Token, so I'm excited to that one. And then there's a couple other ones that, again, that I'm scheduled to have guests on the, on the show at some point as soon as they get back to me. So I'm going to be ramping up on those episodes with more and more tokens. Hopefully I get more and more token guests because I do want to embrace the concept of, hey, get on the show. Let's talk it out instead of hiding off in Telegram. Let's get on the show. Let's talk about what you're thinking about. And let me help you because that's what my platform is for. Take it easy, guys.